The Online Marketing Show. Every day with Joseph Bushnell. Helping you to grow your online business by driving more traffic, improving conversion rates, increasing customer value, and getting things done fast. Listen, take action, make money. Hi, welcome to the Online Marketing Show. This is Joey Bushnell. Today's special guest is top copywriter Lisa Mannion. Go to writeoncreative.com to find out more. Lisa, thank you very much for being with me today. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to be here. Many of you will already know Lisa, but for those of you who may not, I'm just going to give you a quick introduction about her. Um, Lisa is an award-winning author, marketing, and copywriting strategist. She is the co-author of the number one best-selling book, Success Rituals 2.0, Winning Habits of High Achieving Women, How She Does It, You Can Too. She's the recipient of the Charles Schwab Literacy Award in the Hot Mummers 2011 competition. She is also featured in the world's largest women's digital library of role models and mentors. The Write On Creative blog received a 2011 Apex Award for Publication Excellence, and Lisa offers a complimentary copywriting action plan and publishes Mannion's Musing, a free monthly e-sign. So Lisa, once again, it's great to have you on the show. You bet. It's, it's an honor to be here. I love to uh, share my gifts with others and do anything I can to help. Lisa, how did you get started in copywriting? You know, that's interesting. I've been writing for as long as I can remember. So the written word and marketing have always, always intrigued me. I mean, as soon as I could, I was writing bad poetry and in fourth grade started the first school newspaper on a mimeograph machine. I know that's dating me, but I was just drawn to the written word and to marketing and advertising as well. I remember even sitting in front of the television as a small kid and thinking, wow, I could do better than that when commercials came on. So as I moved into my high school years, I became interested in journalism and was actually the ads manager for the high school paper. And this all rolled over into college as well. So I started dabbling in not only the journalistic approach to writing, but also into writing copy for all the ads. And in every position that I have held, whether it's at a nonprofit for social services position or radio station or advertising agencies that I dabbled in prior to starting my own business, copy was a key part of everything I was doing. I was writing that content and the marketing messages to get the mission across for whatever I was doing, whether it was for fundraising for a nonprofit or writing radio ads for the radio station or at the advertising agency, handling all facets of advertising for all mediums and creating the content for radio, television, print, and beyond. So in 2003, I decided that I really wanted to do my own thing and focus on my copywriting. So I resigned from the ad agency. I started writeoncreative.com and I started mentoring with Lori Morgan Ferrero, who is one of the leading female copywriters in the nation. So I worked directly with her for many, many years. We've become really good colleagues and friends. And I also was inspired by Peter Bowerman's book, The Well-Fed Writer, and started studying him when I started my business. And I'm now featured in his second edition of The Well-Fed Writer as a success story. So the passion's been there for many, many years, and it's just continued to take on a life of its own as I build my business. I know that one thing you challenge is the old adage that copy is king. So why do you challenge that? 
Yeah, absolutely. And it may seem kind of strange that a copywriter would challenge the notion that copy is king. So I understand that. And at the same time, I've had many copywriters promising people that they can write the very best copy in the world and that they're guaranteeing these results. And I am here to challenge that because you can't guarantee results unless you have a strong strategy in place. So I say that copy is really queen and that strategy is king. And together, they create and are the key to an effective marketing mix. So you can actually look at the energy behind both as the feminine and masculine energy of marketing. And it's just like a relationship. If they're not working together, you're not going to get results and you're not going to be as happy as you might be. (laughs) So what do you mean by connecting with customers on their terms? This is really important. I mean, your ideal customers and clients or your prospects who you want to turn into paying clients are crucial, a crucial element to any copy that you're writing. So you want to make sure that you're speaking directly to their wants and needs and what's going to motivate them. What I see many people doing is creating content uh, based on what they want to offer and not really diving into the motivations of their ideal clients and creating content that will connect. And when that happens, it's almost like you're writing from a place of ego. And I touch on this in my copywriting action plan as well. But if you're writing and uh, it's all about you and you're really not presenting the solutions that your customers are looking for on their terms, you're going to lose them and you're going to lose them pretty quickly. I know that you've created a new copywriting formula that is working really well for women. So could you share that with us? I will. And, you know, it's not just exclusive to women. I want to make sure that men know I'm not excluding them. But what what's happening is, and what I've seen as an emerging trend over the past several years, is the traditional copywriting formula of problem, agitate, and solve is really not working like it once did. So, you see, we all have enough problems, and we don't necessarily want to focus on those problems, and we certainly don't want someone to agitate us if we're already upset. Uh, and that's what, the, that's what the traditional copywriting formula suggests that we should do to find those pain points and really poke a knife in there and twist it around and get some results and then come in with the solution. And what I have found is really working better, and again, it's not just exclusive to women, but it really does resonate with women, and I think it's important to keep this in mind because women are still helping make over 85% of all purchasing decisions, so it's a pretty important segment to pay attention to and to really connect with. Yeah, the new formula is what I call the CSI formula. It's the challenge, solution, and invitation. So specifically for female consumers, we certainly want people to acknowledge our challenges. We don't necessarily want you to agitate it, but if you acknowledge our challenges and you can relate to us and show you understand, we're going to start to build a relationship with you from the very start, and there's a trust factor that comes into play with that action. From there, if you offer a solution to solve that challenge and to help alleviate any of the frustration we might be feeling from what's going on, you know, I don't know, your product, your service, whatever it might be that you want to share, there's basically, um, we feel hopeful, right, if you've got that solution. So then from there, we don't want you to try and close us with a hard sell. And that's what's been, 
used in the traditional formula. What we really want is a, is a gentle invitation to come in and, and do business with you and to take that next step. So mm-hmm. when you shift all of this perspective from that really, uh, and this is more of a masculine energy with the problem agitate and solve, you soften it a little bit with a new strategy around the challenge, solution, and invitation model, you're going to just get better results. It feels better, especially to the female consumer. Mm-hmm. And it, it entices people to take action. Whereas if, if suddenly you came in and you said, okay, I understand that this is the challenge you're having and I have this great solution, buy now. Mm-hmm. Probably we're going to not buy now because it's almost like you're telling us what to do as opposed to inviting us in to continue that relationship. So would you say the CSI formula also works with men as well? Or if we are writing to mainly a male-dominated market, should we stick to the old stuff or should we try and bring this new formula into play? I think you want to bring the new formula into play a bit. I think because people are evolving and definitely the more aggressive form isn't always palatable to men either. So I'm getting good response for both, from both men and women about this topic. You want to know who your ideal client is, though, as well. I mean, some, some markets may still respond to, you know, especially male-dominant markets, may still respond to the traditional formula. But you want to maybe adapt it a little bit and soften it because it's, we're finding that some of those techniques being used in sales letters are not working as well when they're that aggressive that people really want um, a more human approach, I guess, is a better way to, to put it. You know, they don't sure. want to feel manipulated. So how would you craft an invitation rather than a hard sell, call to action, or a, or a buy now? What is the difference? What would you do in an invitation that is different to a more traditional way of closing? Right. Well, you know, it's very similar, but it's just a softening of the language. It's giving your ideal client or your customer the power to make the decision as opposed to telling them this is what they need to do now. We sure. want to lead people to the next action always. I mean, that's an important part of strategy and marketing. And, you know, that's time tested. That's not going to go away. But by softening the approach and giving the power of choice to the end user, you're going to get better results. So, sure. for example, if you're saying, you know, buy my product now, now is the time, which a lot of people will throw in there. It's not my, you know, I don't recommend that. It can put people off because it's like, wait a minute, am I being told what I need to do here? When really, I, I'd le- I was really interested in what was being set up until this point. I do want to take the next step, but I don't want it to be that abrupt of a segue. You see, people are missing the gap between building those relationships and making it a smoother transition. So you could, instead of saying, buy my product now, this is what you need, if we're talking about a product, you could then just reiterate that this is going to solve um, the challenges that you're having and to find the relief you're looking for, consider investing here. It's a matter of just softening language, really. Okay, and my last question on this particular topic, Lisa, do you find from a copywriter perspective are female copywriters finding this way of writing better and more intuitive, or can a man use this formula just as easily? I believe that a, that a really, as long as you're a good writer, you can, you can write and do this. You don't even have to be a copywriter to use this formula. It's just a matter of building relationships. You know, you've probably heard that um, copy is salesmanship in print, right? 
Well, it is, but it's also really about building relationships. So as long as you have the formula and you understand that you're addressing challenges and understanding those challenges and then you're providing the solution and then you're extending a gentle invitation, I think that anyone can do that, really. I mean, as long as you can talk, you can write. And it's a matter of getting your true voice down and it's a matter of knowing exactly who you want to speak to or write to, of course, and Mm -hmm. practicing. What are some common mistakes that you see when people are writing their copy? Oh, this is a good one. Well, we've touched on it a little bit, but the first thing, and we talked about this a little bit when I mentioned the ego, and one of the biggest mistakes that I see people making is they're writing from a perspective of it's all about me. And while we may be very well accomplished and have all kinds of great credentials and all these wonderful things to offer our potential clients or customers, The bottom line is our clients really want to know what's in it for them. They're very interested in knowing how our products or services or solutions are going to benefit them. So when we are speaking about ourselves in our content, say our web copy, for example, I see this on websites a lot, and you go to a website and you see all of this wonderful information about the person who founded the company perhaps or about how wonderful the product is without really digging in and relating to the customer and their needs and and getting real clear on that. Okay, and is that the biggest mistake that you see? That's Sorry. the biggest mistake I see, but that's there's a couple more that I'll share too because it's not it, there's not just one mistake. <laughs> okay. The Plenty other mistake <laughs> is is a lack of strategy and this this actually baffles me because I'm a I naturally think strategically and I'm thinking about the big picture and reverse engineering into uh, reaching my clients and goal, right? Well, oftentimes, and I see this on websites when I'm doing my manual marketing web makeovers all of the time, you're not really thinking about your overall strategy and say your individual page strategy if we're talking about a website. So you may know that you want people to invest in a specific product or service that you're offering, but you're not really leading them to do that. So you haven't really thought strategically about how that's going to happen, and especially with websites because a website is a much bigger project than anyone ever realizes. So by the time you've hired your web expert to build the site and get everything up and running and you are then creating your content, a lot of times the content becomes an afterthought, which is probably one of the gravest mistakes you can make because your content is what's going to build those relationships for you. And if you're missing a you're, if you're missing the strategy behind that, it's never going to do exactly what you want it to do. I find that a lot, though. I mean, people will come to me and they'll say, why isn't my website working for me? And I'll say, well, let's talk about the strategy. Well, strategy, I just was told I needed to write some copy and I got it up there. And I'm like, that's great, but it's not telling anybody what they need to do. <laughs> so it's really, it really is about you know, making sure you're writing specifically to your customers addressing their needs and being very clear about the what's in it for me, and then also strategically creating that content and making sure that your overall strategy is incorporated in every single piece of copy you do, whether it's an individual web page or it's a direct mail piece or whatever it might be. It just depends on you know, how, what your strategy is. That has to play in. The third mistake that I see people making regularly, and I cannot believe how often I see this online as well, and you probably have, have seen this before, but 
is basically they're missing the call to action piece, which is what I'm referring to as the invitation piece now, right, in the new copywriting formula of the challenge, solution, and invitation. There still needs to be a call to action because we have to invite people to take that next step. And often when people are creating content, they have – They've missed that, right? They, they assume, they're so close to their own product or service, they assume people know what to do next. And really, we don't always know what to do next. And in fact, a good example is often on people's about pages on their website, they'll have their bio and some great information about the company, and you'll be reading, and you'll be very impressed with what's happening because you've already been to their homepage and figured out you might want to do more work, but you want to get kind of behind the scenes and learn what's going on within the company. You look at that about page, you read some more there, and then it just stops. There's no invitation to take that next step, whether it be schedule an appointment today or you know, consider investing in this product or service to solve this challenge you might be having. Whatever it might be, people are just failing to give consumers the option to take that next step because they're simply leaving it out. Yep, I see that all the time too. It's just a simple case of actually remembering to do it. A lot of people are just missing it out, aren't they? Rather than doing it wrong, they just aren't doing it. They really are. And if you just keep the simple CSI formula in mind and you address the challenges, you offer the solution and then you make the invitation, you really can't go wrong. I mean, just by taking that three-step formula and reviewing all of your content, you can improve it vastly because I bet... If our listeners went and looked at their websites now, they have them up and running, and I sure hope they do because otherwise they're missing the mark big time. But you'll look at your pages. I bet you'll find that in at least one of your pages, you're missing that invitation, that call to action, and you can revise that right away, and I bet you'll start seeing better results. Okay, and what are some shortcuts that you use to create successful copy? Well, you know, it's interesting. Professional copywriters use something called swipe files, and you probably have your own swipe file system as well. And what that means is that you're not, you're not stealing content from people, but what you're doing is you're looking at what's working for other copywriters and marketers. And you're keeping a master file of work that is getting results and resonating with people. And then you can look at, you can look at that for inspiration. Again, never ever, uh, Copy content word for word, that's plagiarism, and I don't think any copywriters would ever stand behind that type of behavior because it's unethical and it's also illegal. But having a place to go from is really, really helpful, and looking at what is working is nice to to model, to see what formulas are working. For for example, as I bring up the, the CSI formula, Look at everything you're doing and make sure you're incorporating those three pieces. And often, too, people have writer's block, you know, and that's something that happens a lot when creating copy, especially if you don't love to write and maybe you're writing your own copy. So a shortcut there can be to use a timer. And then you kind of force yourself to sit down and write in chunks. And you can get out, you know, get some information out pretty quickly that way and you don't have to format it you can just write what I call freehand or type either way whatever is working best for you I prefer the computer Uh, set your timer for 15 to 20 minutes get the content out of your head and then go back and revise and format and I think you can get things done really quickly that way and finally for people who absolutely absolutely don't love writing 
you can, like I mentioned before, you know, if you can talk, you can write, speak it. Go ahead and just talk your message, record it, pick up your bridge line and record it, or use Audio Acrobat or any number of, of tools. Dragon Naturally Speaking is a software that I've used in the past. Yep. And you can simply speak your content and have it transcribed. Or with Dragon Naturally Speaking, once you've trained that software, you can speak your content and it will just simply type it for you and then you can go in and clean it up later. Yeah, I have that tool too. It's a great tool, isn't it? Pretty funny, I will say, though, if you haven't trained it to recognize your voice, it can certainly type some interesting things. So take the time <laughs> to train it. <laughs> sure. Cool tip. And by the way, I second that as well because it's a tool that I have as well. And you just speak into it and it goes straight onto a Word document. So it's a really good time saver. Um, Lisa, thank you very much for the tips that you've given us today. Is there anywhere that we can go to find out more about you and get more of your information? Absolutely. Um, always invite people to visit my website at writeoncreative.com, and that's W-R-I-T-E-O-N-C-R-E-A-T-I-V-E.com. And they can grab their free copywriting action plan there if they'd like. And also my blog is full of rich information, and that is at writeoncreative.com forward slash blog. And I invite people to join the conversation. If you weigh in, I will personally answer, and you'll find some information on my CSI formula and also some really rich articles about copywriting formulas that are working and techniques that are tried and true that are still working to help you format your content and things of that nature. So I like to always over-deliver and offer people some bonus information to help them move their business forward because I come from a place of service and I want to see everyone mastering their their marketing message in a really good, helpful and friendly way. So we are helping more people with our products and services. Excellent. Thank you. That's the end of today's show, everyone. A big thanks to everyone that's listened in. And Lisa, a big thanks to you for being on the show. Well, thank you for having me. It's always fun to speak about my passion and just honored to be invited. The Online Marketing Show, every day with Joseph Bushnell, helping you to grow your online business by driving more traffic, improving conversion rates, increasing customer value, and getting things done fast. Listen, take action, make money.